0: This is a program about going deeper. It is about creating a culture of learning. It's about putting apostolic feet to prophetic hope. It is our mission to purposefully equip the world to transform their region with God's love. We want to create an atmosphere of divine influence to the nations by walking in the power of His Holy Spirit with a faith that shapes the future. Welcome! to Eagle Mountain
1: Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Eagle Mountain Radio. My name is Chris and I'll be your host today and I've got with us here in the studio some cool people. Veronique.
2: Hello. How you doing? I'm great. I'm Come great. On. Apart from the four of us, there's yes. also these cool people. <laughs> yes. I just want to also say
1: there are other cool people, cool people, people here. People we've got Mary and Jason and Donovan all here putting this production yes. on as well. And we've got Veronique, and Veronique's doing amazing, even yes. though it's so uh, 196 degrees outside. Yeah, 109.
2: 109. Is it really 109? It's not being evangelized. Okay. Wow. Evangelos.
1: That's crazy.
3: Well,
2: 109.
1: Becky, how Thanks. are you doing?
3: I, I'm doing well, thank you. And I think Owen's back here too, although I can't see because I don't have my glasses on. Oh. But uh, maybe he's here. So shout I'm out. Sure to welcome Owen to as well, everyone. Maybe. Yeah.
2: And so Bobby. it's
0: definitely a um, shout out to your amazing crew day, obviously. Yeah, it so is. We do. And all of you <laughs> we, watching. We should just turn the cameras in around. Podcast land.
3: Yes. So funny
0: welcome to you this is we're super excited about today and uh, yeah i'm stoked i it is 109 or it's supposed to be today yeah. right mm-hmm. so we're indoors which is great yeah.
1: we were gonna do this outdoors but we just couldn't <laughs> so We would
3: have yeah. it.
1: donovan's like no we're not doing this outdoors we're doing yeah. it right there it's all <laughs> set up ready to go so today um we want to um Kind of take a message that you gave recently, which was amazing, and kind of dig into that a little bit more. So I think what would be great is, um, first of all, if you're listening to this, we'll put a link to that message in the show notes. So whatever platform you're on. Uh, click that link. Listen to the message. It's definitely worth it. Take some time to do that. But for those of you out there that are not going to follow that instruction, can you set up a? Can you set up the groundwork for us? Give us a foundation for um, what we're going into for this podcast. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So all creation, Romans eight, is groaning, eagerly waiting the revealing of the sons and daughters of God. Right, and this. Is a true message but my question is why why are they eagerly awaiting and more importantly why are they groaning Mm -hmm. right now why is everything created all of creation is all of created order plants animals humans everything that was made all the way down to the molecular structure atoms Mm -hmm. protons everything that is alive is groaning and eagerly awaiting for sons and daughters. Why is that important? And when these sons and daughters arrive, will they stop the groaning? Will creation stop? Will um, tectonic plates that are now just um, writhing, will they cease? Will will peace literally come across the earth and in the quantum realm science and even i one study that i came across was with law enforcement and law enforcement had um, hooked up plants to polygraph tests and the polygraph like house plants little like yes house plants um, alligator clipped them to the leaves and to the stock and then began to speak over them um, kind things and how the polygraph needle would respond and then angry things. And then they took it a step further. That's crazy. And a murder had taken place within a house And so they took the plant that was in the room that the murder had taken place. And then when the line of suspects came Mm. into the room, that polygraph test when, you know, suspect number three or whatever Mm. came into the room, that polygraph needle started freaking out. Wow. And so all creation really knows if you are kind, if you are angry, if you are trustworthy. Animals can tell. Um, why do they come to their owner and then not come to someone else? And so this mm-hmm. has been a test that's been going on for years. And so what does it look like for sons and daughters to walk in this level of cooperation? And then also, could all creation be resisting those um, who don't walk in this level of love? And that's the cohesive um, Determining factor is the level of love. Why are they waiting for sons and daughters? Because the Bible says sons and daughters have been perfected in love, perfect love casts out all fear. But those who aren't perfected in love, they still have fear. They're and they still have fear because fear, the Bible says, um, revolves around punishment. It revolves around judgment. You're not perfected in love if you still have fear. In other words, you're not a son and a daughter yet. Um, and that, per- mm-hmm. that word perfecting means um, perfecting. It's maturing. Yeah. It's yeah. like you are in a process. You haven't gotten there yet, but you are coming to a place of being perfected in love. And once that happens, the what ifs is this. All creation stops groaning. They begin to cooperate with you. Like when Jesus walked on water, for instance. There's Adams going, you need us to be solid for you? Absolutely. This guy loves everything around him. We will cooperate with you. We will serve you. Oh, you need water to become wine? We will literally rearrange ourselves to become wine for you in two seconds because this guy emits love Mm -hmm. and makes us want to serve him and this is what I believe true sons and daughters will be carrying this level of perfected love and what it means to operate in mature love so much so that creative miracles become normal. Oh, you need us to fashion an arm for you? I believe that we can pull that stuff down from heaven, but I believe the science behind the creative miracle is that all of creation is cooperating with this level of love. We haven't seen it since the days of Adam where he cooperated with animals. We haven't seen it since the days of Noah, when he cooperated with all mm. living creatures as well, and we're about to see it.
3: Okay, but let's define love because, you know, this is part of what, uh, you know, makes the difference. There's uh, two different words that are used for love in the Bible, right? Yeah. So it's agape and phileo. So Bobby, talk to us about the differences between the two.
0: So agape comes from a word agapeo. And agapeo um, means to be committed beyond your feeling. And that is, I don't need to just be in love with you, phileo, on a feeling, but I am committed beyond that feeling. Now, phileo is the word that is used in, for instance, um John 15:19 where it says if you are a part of the world the world would love you and that word their love is phileo mm-hmm. it's the word that is mostly used in scripture for the world and how it loves mm-hmm. and that is phileo is the love that comes from being emotionally connected or connected romantically or in sentiment and nostalgic it's this i'm if i'm feeling it then we're connected i phileo you i love you i love disneyland i love the emotion that i'm feeling when i'm with you mm. that's phileo but back to agape It is, or agapeo, um, it is, I am committed to you. It's a direction of my will, the actual definition says. wow. And so um, out of that, we get the word agape means not only is it a direction of my will, but now out of agapeo, I'm going to agape you, which means I'm going to put an action to my agapeo. And the word agape comes from the word to give. Benevolence is where we Mm -hmm. get that word from. So for God so loved agapeo that he gave. And he put an action to his love. And that's where we get the word agape.
3: So it's true commitment beyond emotion. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. So I was thinking about some of the scriptures that you uh, had shared in this message. And how do we, you know, like you just mentioned, uh, there's been this redefining of that word love. And I, it, when, you're, when you were sharing, uh, I just kept thinking about... Uh, you know that redefining has been to that phileo love, yep. And where everyone now is like, hey, well, uh, because you have this committed stand on what you be- you know on what you believe, you're not really loving. And what they're really saying is, you're not Phileo loving me. You're not you're not allowing your love to be based on an emotion and a reality that may change tomorrow. So you're not loving me in the way that I feel today. And I might change my feeling tomorrow, so you should change your love for me to, to match up with that. Yeah. And God is saying that it is, um, he is, he has said to love the Lord your God to lo- and love your neighbor. And it's the agapeo and agape that yeah. he is talking about. It isn't the phileo in those scriptures, but so much of the world and so much pressure is on believers today to switch to just phileo love. Do you guys agree? Totally. Yeah.
1: How many times have you heard people say, oh, I just not feeling it, or I wasn't getting fed there. I was, you know, it's a kind of a conditional... I feel like it's very conditional. Like, you know, I'm cool with this as long as I'm feeling it, right? As long as my emotions
0: are tied to it well, right? That's that's basically Absolutely. what it is, right? Yeah. We're so sensitive as people. We can feel when someone else is stuck in phileo, and my only response to your phileo is to perform for you.
3: Yeah. Mm. It
0: forces me into performance because I can feel you about to depart. I can feel that my lips aren't big enough for you, so I got to go get some work done. I can feel that, (laughs) that could go weird, Uh, (laughs) but I could feel that I'm not um, measuring up for you, and it it, it does. Phileo puts you into performance, and everybody's got to better themselves in every way, and mostly it's on the outside. That's why... Phileo is never found in the Bible describing God's love to us, Mm -hmm. ever. 1 Corinthians 13, um, and that is love is patient, love is kind, all of the love ifs, uh, and what love looks like, none of that is phileo either. Because all kingdom love in the Bible is all founded in agape or agapeo love.
2: Mm. So basically... I mean, I'm still thinking about yeah. <laughs> what Becky was saying, hearing through that, you know, through that. If I was making a decision on phileo love and then wanting to blame, well, it's, I'm not feeling it anymore, I'm not, you know. Basically, what I need to do is just face up. Like, actually, I don't like this about that situation and I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. instead of going according to my feelings mm-hmm. i think sometimes if we are honest about how our why it'll it'll take the i feel like the of love is sometimes like a a mirage i want to say but it's 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 a lie to t- for our true motives really it's just a nice way to say i'm leaving and i don't like you and i don't want to be with you anymore um no, i'm just not feeling it i'm not feeling connected yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah And I think that challenges me (laughs) in a deep way because I feel, wow, I feel like if I have been doing that, I'm lying. And I'm lying to myself, which I think hurts me the most because we're supposed to love the Lord our God and love each other like I love me. (laughs) Yes. And if I'm lying to me... Heck, I'm starting wrong, you know?
0: Correct. (laughs) Phileo love can be the actual thing that releases fear. I mentioned a minute ago, it releases performance. And then you can get into fear because you have to perform. Agape love is what 1 John 4, 18 talks about, that it defeats fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. And So let me change the the Mm -hmm. word. Perfect or perfected, or the word there is maturing. Maturing agapeo cast out all fear,
2: mm.
0: not maturing phileo. Yeah. That yeah. partners with fear. It actually releases fear because mm. you've got to perform to keep phileo feelings mm. around.
2: I felt, as you said that, that maturing, I felt like um, the pressure to perform, the pressure to be perfect, the pressure, like it's my responsibility to be holy and to be perfect, just kind of, yeah, that just fell off a little, yeah. you know, like... Yeah. Man, I hope I, I really feel, I really felt that, and I, I just want to, you know, if there's anyone out there who feels that, good. just align yourself with it. Absolutely, you know, let it go. You, go. you guys don't need to feel the pressure of being perfect all the time. But it, this agape love, it's the eternal love that always has your back, loves you no matter what. Yeah. So yeah, just rest that in good? that. Yeah.
3: That is good. So, uh, one of the things too that you talked about in the message was about thoughts and how thoughts are powerful. And when thoughts are connected to our emotions, they are magnetized or magnified a thousand times. Mm. Um, and if they're connected to love uh, with our speech, then we can create our world. And that's why it is so important to be perfected in love. So, it's the agapeo love that. Our speech in connection with produces that, um, you know, will create our world. But then you went into criticism and how that's an actual, and the word, the meaning of criticism is to strangle to death. Oh my goodness. You know, so here we are, we're talking about two different types of loves, And, you know, how many times have, and and you were just sharing about that performance, Um, and how many times have we found ourselves in situations where we have um, thought that we needed to bring a measuring, a measuring uh, to ourselves by measuring others? Yeah. And that's criticism. And it turns into criticism. And instead of, you know, uh, agape-oing, meaning, you know, I'm committed beyond my emotion. I'm insecure right now. I'm feeling uh, insecure and I'm feeling fearful. And I'm feeling like I'm not measuring up because I'm hearing a negative message from uh, from the devil. Or I'm hearing a negative message from people who are phileo-loving me, thinking that I should be doing something differently or lightly esteeming me which means cursing me. Uh, And so therefore I need to find a measurement and I'm looking for something and I'm looking for someone Mm. I can measure myself against so then I can at least say I'm not like them Mm. and feel better about myself. You know, Mm. that what kind of strangling, to strangle to death, it does not just strangle that person. It strangles us yeah. as well because when we enter into that, we end up strangling the goodness of what God is doing in our lives and diminishing it to something that makes us feel good. Mm-hmm. We, we leap into phileo
2: love. That's so important. I feel today so many people have lost the desire to hold their tongue to speak pure, to not be sarcastic.
3: Yeah.
2: Because it's just the way things have gone over the yeah. last decade or so. You yeah. know, it's it's funny, mom. I hear that all the time. Yeah. It's not funny. It's rude. Um but I feel like, man, it's it's there's this yeah. this this thing inside that makes me want to align quickly. Yeah. You know, my dad has this saying, I always laugh because it makes no sense to me. (laughs) But he says, pull yourself towards yourself and get yourself together. (laughs) But that's, if if there was Um, a moment where I had to pull myself, it would be for this, because I have to, we have to align to what the word says, and that is everything that you guys are saying. It's true. It is, like, our our words matter, how we criticize, how we love. You had something?
0: Emotions um, come from the soul. And God made us made spirit, soul, and body. So if I had to define what agape love was, I would say that's spirit love, spirit-led right. love. If I had to, to define what phileo was, I would say that soul that's soul-led love. And so could it be okay that we're romantic, nostalgic, um, those types of things? Absolutely. Yeah. But that love cannot lead. And how do you know that you have agape unless your phileo is ebbing and flowing? Mm. If my phileo is low for Becky that day, then my agape gets to shine. That's how I know I've got love for her. That's a commitment beyond feeling. Mm. But if I only ever looked for that feeling and measured it by the feeling, I would never know if I had love for her beyond that feeling Mm. because that's how I measured it.
1: That kind of leads me to the next question, um, which is so you talk about agape, and I think it becomes pretty clear as you talk and as we're discussing this, it becomes pretty clear how important that is. Yeah. And our society has kind of left that for a more transactional, more earning um, kind of love. But is there actually a place at all for phileo?
3: I think you just mentioned it. You, you uh, both agape-o-mi, agape omi, agape. And filet
2: mm.
0: mm. Yes. Look at the grin. <laughs> <love it>. uh,
2: <laughs> right, Bobby? So, right? <laughs> it's like, yes, baby.
0: Yes, I do. I do. Yes. Yeah, so the, uh, again, that's where um, there's nothing wrong with emotion, um, romance, yeah. um, being nostalgic about something and being connected to someone. Um, but that love can't lead and you are maturing love, um, phileo cannot mature agape. That phileo has to be in a supportive, serving role mm. to agape. It can never lead. Mm. And so as long as God. your expression of phileo, your nostalgic, your your romance is serving your agape, then you are balanced spirit, soul, and body. Mm-hmm. But whenever that soul gets up on top of your spirit and it wants to lead, and now you're making decisions, uh, connections in business, ministries, relationships, marriage, based on phileo, you will lose every time. And as we just read there in John 15, 19, that's exactly the way the world loves and should not mm-hmm. be the way the church loves. Sadly, though, um things are changing right now but sadly right now I believe when we say let love lead or I just love this thing that we mostly in the church are referring to phileo mm. and and will never arrive into the sons and daughters that all creation is groaning for unless we get to moving out of agape That's what all created order will begin to respond to. Mm -hmm. Everything will change as that happens now. We're stepping into a new era where that's now being released. God will teach us how to love, but if our definition is still let love lead, which means Mm -hmm. let phileo lead, let my emotional connection to this or that lead, um, then we're actually going in the opposite direction and looking more like the world.
2: Mm. I have a question. Uh, This might be a bit of a controversial question. Depends on how you look at it.
1: Good. Um,
2: I like that. Where does grief fit into this? Because grief is love. Grief is love. So, so what do you mean, how does how it fit does it in? F- so phileo? Yes. Would, w- because it's emotional. It would, yes. would it
3: fit into the phileo love? I think it fits into both. Okay. And the yes. reason why I think it fits into both is Peter, and I, this is just me. I'm spitballing, so there's no theology here. <laughs> Um, But I think of, you know, Peter had both phileo and agapeo love for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he allowed his phileo love to ebb and flow when Jesus died on the cross. He was in full grief. And in that moment of emotion, there was this denial that came into his heart. As a result, because it was, I think he was just so full of grief. Mm. And it was like, I can't be seen with these people. I can't be, I've got to be separate. I didn't know him. And, and I, I, you know, I can't read his mind, so I'm not going to. But, (laughs) but in phileo, there is a response that can happen with grief and probably with a lot of emotion. But at the end of that, if you only have that, if you only have that phileo, then you will walk away yeah. and you will leave relationships and you will walk away from the Lord and you'll see how you can walk away from the Lord. If you have agapeo love, then it's I am committed beyond the emotion of my phileo. David maybe was the same. Mm-hmm. Could it be that David, when he is sitting there in the contemplative moments with God, in the, the hard places that he was in, grieving relationship? Grieving the uh, rejection, the abandonment, mm. um, could it be that that was his, uh, he was communicating phileo in that moment, and then as he began to sit with the Lord, he came out of phileo back into agapeo, and he came into the promises mm. of God, mm. But God, you said this, yeah, and God, you say this, and God, you do this.
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Um, Forty-eight of the 150 psalms are complaints, Um, but at the end of each of those 48 complaints, um, they're honest. God calls it worship. It Mm. made it into the psalms. He didn't hide it, Um, so honesty is a part of worship, Um, but at the end of the day, you come out of that, here is my grief, But Lord, you are good. Yet Mm -hmm. will I praise you. No one is like you. I've sought the world and nothing compares to you. And then you get out of soulish grief. And um, there are times that maybe we haven't been agape our life. Mm
2: -hmm. Maybe
0: our spouses or kids are still learning on us. Maybe we're learning on people. Mm -hmm. And we've grieved the fact that our parents didn't know how to agape us very well. Mm -hmm. Um, That is a grief. I believe that's the grief that makes all creation groan. Yeah. I believe everything living, um, if it if it's living at all, it was designed by love. That's who God yeah. is. Everything called and created was called by love. The one who loves, his name is love. Everything that was made was made out of love. So to go from being made in love to now um, losing that agapeo, mm-hmm. then no wonder. We're all grieving. Even Mm -hmm. society is grieving. But that's now going to begin to change. And part of healing grief, and not just the grief of um, people, but the grief of the world. So when it said Jesus came to seek and save the world, um, and to seek and save that which was lost, he's not just talking about people. Mm -hmm. He's talking about realigning the world. And the word world there does not mean people. It means cosmos. In other words, plants, animals, created order will come into a line as the salvation of God sweeps the earth Mm. and we walk in divine love. That's what it looks like. Incredible. Bigger than people.
2: It's mind-blowing. Like if you really wrap your mind around what that could look like. Yes. I feel like we're talking sci-fi right now. Oh yes. I know it, <laughs> right? Oh, right. absolutely.
0: Yeah, this takes the you know the whole and the uh, our uh, friends, the um, new age sort of thought. You know, people in spirit in Christian who get like ridiculed for being new age. I knew that all creation. I knew my plants were listening yeah. to me. Right now, they're hearing this, right. going yes. Right. I knew that tree, and and I felt something. I felt. Those, those timbers groaning <laughs> while I walked by. Yeah. And gosh, you know, we're, we're, it's just so gone new mm. age that I don't want to be a tree hugger. And I'm like, gosh, we should be way beyond that having conversations. Yeah. Becky talks to her plants. Yeah. We, we've Thank done you. that for years. She talks to our fish. They come up as a school yeah. a, and sit right next to her oh. when she is out in the garden. Because she talks to them. She's had plants lean over on her shoulder when she's been sick and literally just lean over on her. And we've proven this over. I speak in tongues around when the birds come around. And our our all creation, the um, animal, the pest control guy said, I've walked the neighborhood. Bobby, and he sat me down. He goes, I need you to sit down. I've climbed in your attic. I've walked the neighborhood. And he goes, I don't know if you're a spiritual man, but all creation has come to your house.
3: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We have deer that come in. We have dogs, Sparrows, cats. Sparrows. You name it. it. Ducks. Ants, wild ducks flying. Baby fly raccoons yes. hang out. I mean, What, what
1: about the, the ants and cockroaches? and some
3: We don't have those. those. Oh, that's they, no, yeah. we, that's why I speak you're to banished. them yeah. a boundary line. <laughs>
2: She does. She Actually, does. do,
3: but you know it, it, it is uh, what that all lends to. That's fun. Yeah. It's fun to practice that, right? But what it lends to is this: it lends to the power of love. Yes, yeah. come on. It lends to the power of Jesus, mm-hmm. the love. Yes, yeah. you know, and God and is love. God is love, yeah. and it lends to His message that He has come to save the world because he loves them. Mm. And if that's what we're talking about, if we begin as believers to take the next step in the revolution of this message of love uh, into now the world, and world I mean into every aspect of society that we have been granted favor by our Father above, and we walk in this agapeo love, and we present this agapeo love, through generosity, through every way with which he says to do it in that moment. It doesn't have to be a formula. In that moment, how, where will we now go? Right. What will now happen as a result? Because now we're coming into a, a more uh, intense alignment with him and this release of love. You know, there was a, a message about the summer of love that took place, uh, you know, back in you know, decades ago, and how now God was releasing another uh, era of love. And I don't know wow. if He called it the summer of love or yes, or what, but it was. Um, but this is, I believe, what He was meaning: speak love, show love, and it was the agapeo. It mm-hmm. is time for the summer of agapeo love wow. to be released again.
1: Wow! So. Mm. So I want to kind of take what we've been talking about and, and tie that back to the beginning and when you were kind of setting up the foundation. Um, so you were talking about how um, they're finding in science much of what uh, we already know to be true as Christians. Mm. And you were talking about even the atoms realigning based on um, based on love and based on as we speak things into existence, right? So... There's this fine line, which you already alluded to, and I think um, we've talked about this before, too, all these qualifiers. I'm feeling all these qualifiers, right? <laughs> um, that the enemy is, is the great copycat, so he takes what God has um, created and, and copies it. But there's this, this whole um, New Age concept of ask of the universe, and then the universe will give to you. Remove God from the picture, ask of the universe, and the universe will give to you. So how do, how do, we, how do we understand all of this, the atoms realigning um, when Jesus makes water into wine, the atoms realigning themselves to become wine from water, um, with this concept of just asking the universe, and the universe is going to give you what you want. How does that tie together in a way that is
0: okay? Yeah, it's so good. Everything living also is learning to discern whether you're agape or phileoing someone. And even kids can tell when you're loving them to manipulate them or loving them because you have no agenda but to serve. And if plants and animals are aware of that, uh, and people can be aware of that, then everything in the spirit realm, in the unseen realm, is also aware of that and can detect the motives of the heart. And especially if the fruit that's coming out of our mouths is um, negative. And so if you are loving um, with agape, uh, and agapeo love, and you are releasing that and emitting that Around you, wherever you go. Um, well, I was talking about on Sunday that um, the Asians call it your aura. And maybe more than Asian cultures call it that. But that's how they define it. Um, Christians would call it, you know, the what you carry or the spirit around <laughs> you. You know, that kind of thing. Um, you can't fool creation. You can't fool nature. It knows. Animals know. Yep. Um, and so... Um, back to your question about, oh, am I just hugging a tree because I'm new age or, you know, because of that, how, well, does the tree actually know? Absolutely. Everything living knows. And as soon as uh, you start to bear fruit, as soon as it starts to fill you and you start to feel it, listen, agapeo only comes from God. There's either a God love or not God love. So that it will feel that and it will respond. And um, everybody who has to go to Jesus to get that agape love, if they don't, the world senses it. And so does that mean that if you come to a region uh, and the region hasn't spit you out and you come and prosper in this region that you can operate in loving the region without a bunch of agenda? You just literally love, want to serve in your school district. Can I fall into God's love and God's principles without being a Christian? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. His reign falls on the just and the unjust. Um, But... For created order to begin to cooperate with you on this level of sonship, you can only get there through Jesus. That's beyond the common grace. And now it's going to a grace that's abounding to sons and daughters only.
1: So are you saying that if um, a new age practitioner is able to speak with authority, asking the universe for something, and it works out, and the universe answers, that they have Uh, accidentally fallen into leveraging through
0: God's agape love? You can't get agape without Jesus. So everybody can love. God is love, and God created love. But you can't get, you can't be perfected in agapeo without the Lord, without coming into the Lord. You can't mature in it. Um, Can you love um, certain things? Can you love people in your region and nature and all of that sort of thing? Yes, but that will mostly be phileo. But, however, there are people who do love beyond agenda. That doesn't mean it's agape love. They ju- that doesn't mean it came from the Lord. In other words, they got it specifically imparted. But it does mean that when God created everything, he created it in love. And so that means every once in a while, we will stumble across something with no agenda that was created for us, and we will begin to love. That actually came from God. All love came from God, so yes, uh, as they say, a blind squirrel can find a nut mm-hmm. sometimes because God created love, <laughs> and we can stumble into love without without agenda, without actually being personally connected to the Lord Jesus, and He will bless those principles, but He will not inhabit someone who stumbles into love and allow them to reach these higher levels of agapeo without coming through him the mm-hmm. author of that love.
3: I see those as breadcrumbs like the lord it's it is the goodness of god mm-hmm. that that leads us in these places to really recognize and discover mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And it's I see it as you know in even in my own life and I didn't grow up a christian um, you know, it was, I wasn't saved until I was, uh, you know, older. And, but as I look back upon my life, I can see the agape love popping in and out. And yes. I can, and I now have a grid of understanding mm. and a, a recognition of, of what that was yes. and how he, he designed moments for me to, to see him without seeing him, mm. to know him without really knowing yes. him. And it led me to the, this place where then it was my aha moment with him, my come to Jesus moment mm. with him. Mm. Uh, but had I not had those moments, you know, whether I was conscious or subconsciously aware, I, you know, the, he, he does that in everyone's life yeah. because he says that. He does that in everyone's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And so I see those as the, uh, the little agapeo breadcrumbs. Yeah. That's so
0: good. to Him. Yeah. You,
2: know? yeah. you
0: can touch it at times throughout life. And then at some point the Lord goes, do you want to live like this?
2: Yeah. 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 He gives us these gifts when we're created. Yes. He places these desires and these uh, spiritual giftings even in us from the beginning. Yeah. And if we don't accept Him, we're, it's not like he's going to take those away from us because right. that was his gift to us. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time in the in the world they're tapped into this gift that God has given them. Yeah. Naturally. And is that is that uh, kind of the same as what you were saying like absolutely. knowing the Lord without yeah. knowing him? Yeah. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. We were all created by love. Yeah. So you don't, it's in your DNA. You literally have to walk away from it mm, wow. to, to prefer phileo above agape. Wow. And that's where you, as, the, as John 15, 19 says, you begin to love the things of the world and resist the things of God. God says to his disciples, John 15, 19, if you were of the world, it would phileo you as its own. Mm-hmm. But because you're not, it hates you. Mm-hmm. In other words, what was created in agape from the Lord has now resisted agape and loves phileo more.
1: Mm. Wow. Wow. It's kind of like that. I read about this study where, um, I don't remember exactly the context, but basically they were they were testing the way that babies... Receive comfort after they're born with their father's and mother's voice. And it's because they were hearing that in the womb and developed an affinity for a, a, a recognizable tones and so forth. And then they would place, you know, another, like the father would speak something and then they would show the heart rate and all of the baby would become more calm. And then another man's voice, similar voice, and then it wouldn't work. And it was because they knew. They didn't know they knew, but it they, they was somehow like woven into them. Mm. And that's kind of feels like what you're talking
0: yes. about. We've tested that. Um, Becky uh, has been at several births and over many children— Um, But one I'm speaking of specifically and thinking of, um, while he was in his mother's womb, every time they would come to church or every time we saw them, Becky would go up to that womb and go, I love you. I can't wait to see you. Oh, how are you doing in there? God's got, she would prophesy, when you get out here, you're going to praise the Lord with this gift and this gift and this gift, Mm -hmm. etc., etc. And do you know when that child was born? He was immediately loved Becky and connected to her mm. immediately. He
3: was uh, new, like days old. And I would call him a, a special name while he was in the womb. And so when I first saw him outside the womb, mm. I called him that name. And at, up to that point, he was just days old. They said he just was kind of, you know, sleeping a lot and not really, you know, active. He opened his eyes and he tried to lift his neck up, and he turned and leaned toward me Aww. in the direction that I was. And, we, you know, it is. It is so true. There is just
2: that um, that knowing. Yes.
3: Wow. It's a beautiful,
2: wow. innocent thing, I think, that we as uh, adults sometimes can shun away from. Mm-hmm. Like just leaning into the Father's voice, leaning into right. that true call on the inside of us yeah. like... We would a, a newborn yeah. just after this thing that you've yes. known. You don't know what it is, but yes. you just, you've known it, and it's yes. been good to you. And yeah. That's beautiful. That Doesn't it good.
0: just make you want to lean into agapeo because you were created in that way? It yeah. makes you want to respond and live your life that way and act that way toward other people. It makes you want to be fully generous. It begins to define your life now. And you realize, wow, am I walking in phileo because I can't be generous? I'm fearful to give because mm-hmm. what if I, uh, I lose? Uh, what if I don't get that money again? What if I? And it just all these factors are involved with phileo mm-hmm. above agape, and they're usually factors of fear. When agapeo would be, of course, I can be generous. I got yes. that from my father who owns the cattle on a thousand right. hills. That was dresser change to him. Wow. Of course, I can be generous. Mm-hmm.
3: So do you guys realize, you know, we're sitting here talking and our technology is starting to go (laughs) a little, a little wild. And, you know, it's like, is, is that also, could that also be because we are talking about such a powerful, um, a powerful move of the love of God. You know, God, there's power in that Mm. word. There's power in his love. And it's like, things are responding over here. You don't know. You may not be hearing it. Things are happening. (laughs) But we're hearing it.
0: (laughs) I believe with all my heart that we're about to step into those days, Mm. as in the days of Noah, as in the days of Adam, um, beyond what the first century church knew, um, where Jesus could speak peace still and the waves would go. Absolutely. Mm. He would calm the wind. He would calm the waves. That was a down payment of what God wants us to walk in. Mm. And sons and daughters are emerging now and all creation is eagerly awaiting to cooperate yeah. with us right
1: now. So if I, we have like one or two minutes left, but I really feel like with something like this, it, it's very deep. So again, reminder, go to the show notes and um, watch that other message. Um, but I really feel like what we need to do right now is a bit of an activation. Can you, can you just walk, for the people listening, can you just walk us all through how we should be thinking and preparing ourselves with this in mind as... You know, as just kind of from the standpoint of what you've been talking about, that what we're about to be stepping into, um, you know, globally and as a
0: society. Can you just kind of set us up for that, Bobby? Yes. Um, first things first, go fill up your bath water and get baptized if you haven't gotten baptized yet. Ask the Lord to wash you and cleanse you from operating in phileo only. Mm -hmm. And just say, Lord, I want to go beyond this. I am connected too much to my emotions in terms of they lead me more than agapeo. And I want to step into your everlasting, fully committed love. Yes, of course, that means sometimes we have to set relational boundaries and all of that. But relational boundaries, the Word of God and all the ifs that are in Scripture was actually meant to bring us closer, not meant to push us away. And if your boundaries are pushing people away, then check yourself if you're walking in phileo over agapeo. And then go um, get cleansed of all of that. It was like Peter said, well, then, Lord, wash all of me. He says, hey, your feet just need to be washed. You're cleansed, but sometimes this world's love gets on you, and you start defining the things and the people you hang out with, the things that you give yourself to by feelings, and decide today that that's not how you're going to operate. And then let's determine to bring heaven on earth. That's the next thing. How do I get that kind of love? Because that's what heaven looks like all the plants and the animals, when Jesus walks by, they all turn to watch him as he walks by because he adores everything around him. Why wouldn't it go, there he is? Look at him and decide that that's your new definition of what Christianity looks like. And then begin to love people beyond what you feel about them. Check yourself as you walk to the coffee shop, as you go to work. Am I loving beyond the people that I connect to only? The Beyond the people that are just like me? Am I loving the unlovely? And then beyond just the feeling of love, am I speaking over them? As Becky said, as soon as you connect speech to your love... Things intensify and you have authority if you could start speaking over those you love. And then take it beyond that and let your desires and emotions for people connect. Don't let phileo lead, but let them be a part of that. And then you'll find your love and authority now are spirit, soul, and body in that order. And you will find that all creative order begin to speak to your um, atmosphere your home, if you don't do that already, and watch things come alive. Bless your plants. Bless your animals. And watch them begin to come alive. And then go beyond that. Begin to bless your region. We've got, within a 60-mile radius, 120 lakes. You know that when Becky and I were at the Sea of Galilee, I got up at like four in the morning as the sun rise. And, and I just, the first thing I wanted to do was run down to Galilee and practice walking on water. I was down there looking like an idiot by myself, and I was like, this will happen. Heal the sick, raise the dead, call things that are not as though they are, and begin to love. Yes. It was in the revival culture and in the Pentecostal movement where we thought, if I just had faith, and that was an okay teaching, but what they didn't mark that with was faith working through love mm. is what gets it done, not just faith. Come on. Begin to say to those mountains, be removed. And if you love that mountain, if you love that region, if you're just talking over people because you want to exert your authority, but you have more authority over them than you have love, they're actually resisting you in the Spirit. So add to your faith major amounts of love and you will start to notice the things that are resisting you even in your children even in your surroundings even in your coworkers they will stop resisting you and begin to cooperate with you not just people not just animals not just plants but all of creation begin to change the way you think about everything you have the power to love everything
1: come on that is fantastic Bobby, thank you so much. And again, thank you for the message that you um, recently gave. Again, I know I said this a couple times, but you you definitely want to click on that link and go watch that message. We'll put the link in the show notes. Also, if, if you just take a moment and think about this particular podcast, who else needs to hear it? So think about that for a moment. Who comes to your mind that needs to hear this? And then share it with them. Go ahead and share it. If you're watching this on YouTube, share it or whatever. If you're watching this on the on the podcast platform, definitely share it and subscribe. So um, there's somebody that probably is in your network that needs to hear this exact message, and they're not going to know about it unless you share it with them. So take a moment and share that with them. And then... Um, And then also we want to hear from you. So if you've got comments and questions or things that you want to know about, let us know. We want to know what you think, um, feedback, good or bad. You can't hurt our feelings. Just let us know. We want to hear from you. So um, again, share it. Let us know your comments, your feedback, and watch that uh, message. We'll put in the show notes. And until next time, we'll see you guys later.